Welcome to the Edutainer Podcast. My name is Erin Albert, and in this podcast, we explore the intersection of education and entertainment. Stay tuned for another great episode coming up next. Hey, everybody, it's Erin Albert. It is Wednesday, August 5th, and I am not going to lie, I uh, record my podcasts usually the night before they go live, and tonight on August 4th, I am cramming for a self-funded insurance healthcare medical course that I have to take a test on for the next two days. So I have to take a written test tomorrow. And then Thursday, I get to do an oral presentation, both on financial and clinical information. Super fun times. It kind of reminds me of law school, except it's not as much fun because it involves math. So there you go. (laughs) I'm just keeping it real. Anyway, I wanted to... Give a shout out because today is the last official Wednesday chapter reading of the new pharmacist for 46 doses of advice. Summer is over, my friends, for the most part. And in August, I'm going to take a little break from the Edutainer podcast. Don't fear, I'm not completely going away. I'm sure there's fun stuff coming up over at the Point podcast with Apex Benefits. So you can check me out in action over there during August, if you miss me. I uh, just wanted to thank everybody for listening in. As I shared Monday, I am running for ASPL president-elect. If you're not familiar with the American Society for Pharmacy Law, it's a really good one. It's awesome because every time I go to their annual meeting, I get dual credit as both a pharmacist and an attorney. I love, love, love that. And there's just not very many organizations out there that run at that intersection. And let's be honest, if you're in pharmacy land, you heard me say this before, pharmacy, if you're getting into pharmacy, you're getting into politics, you're getting into lawmaking. And that's truly where the action is right now. So it'd be an honor to serve. Hopefully, if you are a member of ASPL, you've cast your vote. Thank you for your vote, even if it wasn't for me. I am not hurt or offended if you think there is a a higher qualified candidate. Uh, Some of the directors at large in the ballot, they were tough to choose because they were all great candidates and we only needed a handful of directors. So I, um, that's all I got the rest of this week. I'll be back, of course, on my usual Friday celebration here. My little, got my pom-poms out hoping for Friday. I, uh, in the meantime, just say a little prayer for me if you can. Thoughts and prayers as I take these exams over the next two days. They're, you know, you know, guys, healthcare benefits are hard. They're not as easy as I thought they'd be. And this is something else that pharmacy schools are not teaching. And they should be. Because I've said it, I've ranted here before about this. If you can't figure out how to pay for those therapies for that patient, they're not going to get that therapy, period. And I think right now with the climate of the world being what it is, 
This is another way pharmacists can demonstrate value, and yet I don't think the schools are talking about it. So I'm going to step off my soapbox right now. I'm going to go back to hitting the books and studying. You can tell I needed a break <laughs> podcasting to avoid studying. But uh, have a great rest of the week. Enjoy Chapter 30. I think Chapter 30 is really relevant right now. Uh, it kind of goes along the lines of the mini series that I did here on the art of finding a new or better job during a pandemic so relevant right now as a many Amer- millions of Americans are still on the job hunt post-COVID. I know there's businesses still shutting down. My favorite tea spot here in Indianapolis is closing. Boo-hoo. But I made a reservation. I'm going to go say a last hurrah to it very soon in August. But Uh, Enjoy chapter 30, and if anything stuck with you during the Wednesday reading series, you know, shoot me a message. I'd like to hear from you what helped, what didn't help, what, what else would you like me to do in season three? Again, I'm still planning ahead for season three. Got a few tricks up my sleeve for that one. You know, I've written a few other books, too, so I could do this with a different book, and I'm thinking about that, but I'm not sure which book to pick yet. Anyway, have a great rest of the week. I'll be back Friday. Take care. The New Pharmacist, 46 Doses of Advice, copyright 2014 by Farm LLC, audio recordings, copyright 2020 by Farm LLC. Chapter 30, Keep Your CV and Resume Up to Date at All Times. I'm about to tell you a true story that many people don't know about me. It's not one of my favorites either, but if it spares you from a little agony, I'm happy to share it. Here goes. On a 20-something birthday of mine, it was either my 28th or 29th, I blocked which year, I was taken into a room at my then-employer and terminated. Pink slipped. Fired. It wasn't just me either. It was half of the company. Two weeks later, the other half of the company was pink slip too because that company closed its doors. Was I bummed about being laid off? Absolutely. I'm a pharmacist. I can't be laid off, but I was. And I'm not going to lie to you or sugarcoat it. It sucked. But I was prepared. I had my resume up to date, and two weeks later after the layoff, I had another job, which paid more too. And by the way, all this actually happened when the pharmaceutical industry was booming, which currently isn't quite the case. However, while my experience in getting the pink slip was shocking and slightly horrifying, it was, in retrospect, one of the very best things that ever happened to me because it taught me a very valuable lesson early in my professional career, which is this. Everyone is expendable and no job is a sure thing. Never, ever put all your career eggs in one basket. Duly noted. This is a blunder that I share with the students at Butler now, but just in case none of your professors ever shared it with you, jobs are fragile. Large companies shutter their doors overnight now. We are globally competing with countries and people who are in some cases smarter and willing to work even harder than we do in order to make a fraction of what a typical U.S. salary is. If that doesn't convince you to keep your CV and resume up to date at all times, I'm not sure what will. Maybe your very own pink slip. 
but I sincerely hope that you never, ever have to go through that process as I did, especially on your birthday. For more, I would be shocked if you didn't have to create a CV and resume during your time at pharmacy school, but if you did not, check out the Pharmacy Professional's Guide to Resumes, CVs, and Interviewing. It's a book. Then write both a CV and a resume. Try to keep your resume to one page, especially early in your career. The CV is where you can go warehouse more detailed information like your publications, your speaking gigs, etc. Remember all those previous pointers on speaking and writing? Every time you do either, you need to capture that work on your CV. Try to pull it out on a regular basis and keep it updated. I try to update my CV every other month or so at a minimum. If you really want to shop for a new specific job, there are ways by which you can customize your CV or resume to tailor fit a job description. But you can also do this in a cover letter. The custom cover letter is called a match needs cover letter, and I cover how to do this in my very first book, The Medical Science Liaison, an A to Z guide. This also goes for your LinkedIn profile. Keep it up to date, too. Use SlideShare or SlideShare.net to upload sample slides from your presentations and then embed them on your local LinkedIn site if the material is yours and your employer is okay with sharing the information publicly. Thanks for listening to another chapter and episode of The Edutainer. This summer, every Wednesday, we're rolling out a new chapter from The New Pharmacist, 46 Doses of Advice, a book written by yours truly. We hope you tune in every Wednesday to The Edutainer this summer to hear a chapter. And in the meantime, feel free to send your comments and feedback to me directly at Aaron L. Albert over at Twitter or Aaron Albert at Instagram. Until next time, stay safe and thanks for listening. <laughs>